G'day, it's Phil Edwards, Vision CEO here, with a quick invitation to become part of this amazing beacon of hope called Vision. Together we can put our love into action to help people of all kinds build or rebuild their lives on the truth of God. Please consider the part you can play during our upcoming Visionathon appeal, remembering that it's your support that makes Vision possible, including this podcast. Audio on demand from Vision Christian Media. Foundations. That seems to be what has happened if you look at all of the different denominations within Judaism. You've got the very, very conservative and restrictive, and then you get the breakaways to the point where, hey, anything goes. Yeah, that's right. You know, just let it all hang out and have fun. It doesn't matter. Exactly. Foundations. Understanding the Jewish foundations of our Christian faith. With Robbo Robinson and Mandy Warby. most common known religious groups in Judaism today are the Orthodox and the Conservative Jewish movement. Some might be aware of the Hasidic movement, and we've talked about them over the last few programs. Last time we talked about the very liberal, left-leaning, reform Jewish movement. However, this time we're going to learn about Reconstructionist Judaism. And the names just get longer and longer. <laughs> yeah, that's right. When I first learned about them, this was completely new to me. I had never heard of Reconstructionist Judaism. And again, last time we talked about Reform Judaism, as you said, yeah, they're quite liberal and, you know, focused on social and political views. And, you know, they're quite passionate about remembering Jewish history and tradition and all of that. And they're very happy and enthusiastic to embrace modern social worldviews and alternate lifestyles. So they're really quite left-leaning. But what I didn't realise was that from Reform Judaism, Reconstructionist Judaism came. And I think the best explanation that I read was from the website myjewishlearning.com. And basically, if I understood it properly, because can I just say, (laughs) it's actually really confusing. Reconstructionist Judaism, while coming from Reform Judaism, has had a very big influence on Reform Judaism itself. So it's kind of like one influenced the other, and now the other is now influencing the parent, so to speak. But they're pushing it further and further to depart from more traditional understandings of the Torah. So they're they're less about the religion and more about just life. Social justice and those sorts of issues. It seems to be that way. And I guess it's unfortunately often the case in all sorts of organizations, whether they be religious or secular, that uh, they will oftentimes drift away from their original values or their original uh, purpose even for being. Yeah, and I think that's how uh, Christian denominations have come about primarily. You get the founding group and then from there somebody else comes along and think they can do it better or have a different point of view or there's a break or a fracture in it and then you get a breakaway group that goes off on their little thing and then from there that breaks off into another and next thing you know you've got masses of denominations and they inevitably go further and further and further away from the original. Mm. That seems to be what has happened if you look at all of the different denominations within Judaism. You've got the very, very conservative and restrictive, and then you get the breakaways to the point where, hey, Mm. anything goes. Yeah, that's right. You know, just let it all hang out and have fun. It doesn't matter. Exactly. Seems to be that way. So how did the Reconstructionist Judaism actually come about? Well, it began in the 20th century, early 20th century with an Orthodox rabbi by the name of Mordecai Kaplan. And he suggested that Judaism is, quote, evolving civilization of the Jewish people evolving 
in that it changes over time and civilization in the sense that it encompasses more than Jewish law and ritual, but also Jewish culture, philosophy, historical memory and collective destiny. See, he's almost said Mm. what we were just saying. It's more than what we started off with. Now we want to branch out and it's more about how we live Mm. and our culture and all of that and how that's constantly evolving and changing. Now, that is actually true uh, of many traditions and cultural habits, and it's true in the church too because our culture has changed. So the way we do church today is very, very different Mm. from the way we did it, say, 150 years ago or 2,000 years ago. It's very different because cultures are what they are. But it seems to me that in this particular denomination of Judaism, these new movements mistake God's commands and laws for traditions that have developed over the centuries. The very traditions become the laws, mm. and the original law seems to be kind of lost in the, in yeah, the mix somewhere. that's right. So Mordecai Kaplan, he's most well known for saying that Jewish tradition gets a vote but not a veto. So in other words, Jewish traditions can be part of the daily life of Jews around the world, but only if they choose for them to be part of their daily Mm. life. So Reconstructionist Judaism is very much aligned, as I said earlier, with Reform Judaism, but Reconstructionist movements actually, they did something that was like a breakaway for themselves. Okay. So what actually makes Reconstructionist Judaism different from Reform, or are they much the same? Well, some things are similar, some things are very different, and not everything that they did was bad. Like, for example... From antiquity, when a a Jewish boy turned 13, he would go through what they call his bar mitzvah. And that's like a ritual ceremony and it's a celebration. He is no longer considered a child. He is now considered an adult. Mm -hmm. He is welcomed into the adult members of their community in the synagogue. So he has now gone from a child into manhood. Well, Reconstructionist Judaism decided that if it's good for the boys, it's good for the girls. So at the age 13... Girls will go from being a, a little girl to being a woman, and that is her bat mitzvah. Right. That has actually become mainstream in all Judaism. Right, okay. Little girls at age 13 celebrate their bat mitzvah just like little boys do when they turn 13. So Reconstructionist Judaism, they're the ones who actually started the bat mitzvah and all the other Judaisms mm. sort of embraced it as well. So that okay. was kind of a good thing. But I didn't realize this before, but it was Reconstructionist movement that first promoted itself as gender egalitarian, in other words. Restrictions on what gender can participate in which rituals or roles within the function of a congregation. Um, They were also the very first Jewish religious groups to accept and allow LGBTQ communities into the congregation and also into leadership roles and positions of authority, also allowing intermarriage relationships for the same. Because before that, when I say intermarriage, I'm talking about if a Jew marries a Gentile. Right, yeah. Okay? So if the couple was both Jewish and Gentile, neither would be allowed to participate in a leadership role, but Reconstructionist Judaism says, no, you can both be in leadership roles. So you can so. sort of see there's some, as you say, like the bat mitzvah, not a bad thing. But then when you go all the way to the other end of the spectrum, then you're starting to get you know, sort of off into those tangents which are not helpful Absolutely. at all. Absolutely. Anything goes. Mm. There are no restrictions. There's no conditions. There's no criteria. The criteria that's already in Scripture is like, nah, mm. no, 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 yeah. no. That's just old. That's just part of the tradition we're all embracing. So. Mm. It's, I guess, to a degree for them, like within Christian denominations that just say, you know, anything goes and we have no restrictions, that is a mark of piety for them. They think they're better than other people. Yeah. You know, they wear it like a badge of 
pride. But with regard to the state of Israel, because this was a problem when we looked at Reform Judaism, the way they differ from Reform Judaism is that they officially claim to be Zionist. So to be Zionist simply means to believe in a homeland. It's not an evil, wicked thing. Zionism is belief in a homeland. That's it. And so they are firmly committed to the building of the state of Israel. They encourage all Jews everywhere to develop uh, strong ties to Israel and their historic connections. They have great admiration for Jews that make Aliyah and move to the state of Israel. They also desire that that Israeli government would be secular and progressive, knowing how far left they lean. You can see why they don't want any religious influence. And they're very opposed to conservative ideas because the more conservative, the more religious. But if you look at the website for Reconstructionist Judaism, I discovered that Reconstructionist Jews are, as I said, very left-wing politically, very activist-driven, and they also tend to act against their own Jewish brothers living in Israel proper. Mm. This is kind of confusing to me because on the one hand, yes, they're Zionist and they believe in the state of Israel, blah, 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 and yet they spend all their time attacking their Israeli counterparts, Jewish counterparts in Israel proper. So it's kind of like I'm for you, but I'm chopping off the branch you're sitting Mm. on at the same time. So I guess that's almost like you've spoken before about the self-hating Jew. They would really fit under that category, wouldn't they, where they just basically trying to tear themselves down? Yes, very much. So probably more than the reformist Jews. For Jews living in Israel around the world, it's like they can't get their head around this. Mm. You're for me while you're putting the knife in at the same time. It's very hard for them to deal with, and I don't understand it, to Mm. be honest. It's really, really difficult. It's like they're arming their enemies, basically Mm. giving ammunition to Israel's enemies. So I guess really then the difference is more to do with their religious traditions being overruled by their social traditions. Yeah, they're more about the cultural acceptance of basically what our society is today mm. and the traditions are just that their traditions they'll have their the feasts and holidays and remember some of their their Jewish history and they don't take that lightly and I might add they're really good people these we're not talking about evil bad wicked nasty people they're not they're really good people and they genuinely believe what they believe I guess my frustration and frustration obviously for Jewish people who live in Israel, is that their brethren are very often hard to distinguish from their enemies. Let's a quick look at the Reconstructionist Judaism. And next time we're going to continue our exploration of these different branches of Judaism, particularly looking at the ethnic groups. That's next time on Foundations. This has been Foundations, a look at the Jewish foundations of our Christian faith. For study notes, resources and more, see vision.org.au slash foundations. Thanks for taking time to listen to this audio on demand from Vision Christian Media. To find out more about us, go to vision.org.au.